not too much, buddy. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm you know, stressed but good. Good. I'm stressed but good too. It's man. moved from work stress to like fun stress. Got a bachelor party coming up, and then a wedding, and then another wedding the next couple weekends. So, damn. Mine yeah. is mostly work stress. Yeah, um, it's been like that for me for like the last month and a half. But mine was just this week. Um, I ended up in Tulsa, Oklahoma with a work emergency. Ooh, good old Tulsa. Yeah, oh, the, you know, man, I, I was gonna come on here and just shit on the city of Tulsa. Like, <laughs> I was trying so hard not to be like, ah, there were so many things about Tulsa that suck. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I was not. You didn't just not shit on Tulsa. Oh, dude, Tulsa sucks. I'm sorry, Tulsa, but I almost moved there for work, and I'm glad I didn't because your city sucks, and like, um, you know, everything about your city sucks. Uh, shit, like restaurants were closing out at like eight eight at night. I don't know if that's a COVID thing or just the fact that nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So like at one point like I came home like I came home but I came to the hotel to to eat at the restaurant in the hotel and um yeah they were shut down the hotel restaurant was shut down at like eight and eight eight in the evening oh that's nice um I I stopped and got beers from somewhere and and I know this is in Cleveland too but maybe because I love Cleveland I love Ohio but like there's like homeless people sitting outside which I know sucks I mean but like I walk in and then I walked into their Quick Trip which is their original like Circle K or whatever we have. Mm-hmm. And I opened up something, and there's people working inside, and just, like, all this water fell on my, like, fell on me when I was trying to grab a couple of beers to go back to my hotel room. I'm like, okay, I could see, um... From, wait, from the ceiling inside the place? or like Yeah, the- from from the, the cooler, because they apparently are having uh, cooler issues, so that's why they were in there working, and all this water fell on me. I'm like, ah! Oh, isn't it funny how when you're having a bad day, all that little stuff happens to you? So I want to tell you. <laughs> so my flight back, right? This is... I, I have to tell you this. So my flight back... Um, first I get into the, uh, the Tulsa airport and I find out my flight is delayed by an hour and I go, well, I'm going to miss my connecting flight then, which I had missed my connecting flight on the way there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, oh, that makes sense. You know, this is how this day's going. I've, I've already missed my, I missed my connecting flight on the way here. I'm going to miss the one way on the back. So I went and talked to the lady and she pretty much straight up, she moved me right behind first class. Uh, so shout out to this lady. I'm not gonna shout out the airlines because they're garbage. But um, <laughs> um, so then I fucking sprint from my plane. Like I pushed, pe- not pushed them, but you know I pushed people out of the way mm-hmm. to go meet meet my connecting flight, and it's delayed by four hours. Oh, that's so my nice. my flight from uh, Dallas to Cleveland was delayed by four hours. I thought okay, so I went and got um got drinks at the bar and, and mm-hmm. had dinner, and, and then got on the plane. I'm like, I'm going home. And then I was sat by, it must have been See just. See receipts? I did. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool, <laughs> you know? So um, they must also sat me in the drunk section because everyone around me, unless everyone was drunk because they all wait for four hours, you know? Yeah, that's that's a thing, I think. Yeah, so they, they we're all having, like, my section was kind of rowdy, dude. So we're all laughing and having a good time. Then everyone pretty much was like put on their eye mask or their, you know, and their headphones. And next thing you know, we're, we're on the runway. You know, we're getting ready to take off. Mm-hmm. And all the lights come back on. And I'm like, what the fuck? Always good. Always good. And you know in the movies, when they come over the, the speaker and go, is there a doctor on the plane? That happened to me. Oh. 
So they go, is there a doctor on the plane? <laughs> and I go, this can't be happening. So I take my headphones off and all these people rush to the front of the plane. And apparently there was a guy having issues on the front of the plane. And um, I don't know what kind of issues because I was in the back with the with the peons, you know. But like, Oh, you didn't rush up there? <laughs> I didn't. Dr. Feel Good's here. <laughs> I was two beers and two shots deep. I was going to run up. I'm an IT guy. Do you have something wrong with this computer? <laughs> no. Okay. Can I can I just find out what's going on? Because I can go back to my group. All right. Well, I'm already up here. So if you can grab me a drink, <laughs> uh, service isn't in yet. Okay. So then we have to roll all the way back to the. Uh, yeah. Drive all the way back to that. So got home, found an Uber. At like three in the morning. Which, oh, you finally get back to Cleveland. I got you. Found an Uber. I and got home about, about like 3.30, 3.45 in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, but that was the flight back, man. I've never been on a plane where they're like... So four-hour delay plus going back to the gate. Man, at least it didn't happen like 10 minutes later because then you guys would be circling, going back, possibly refueling. Ugh. It was not good. Like, at least you didn't get off the ground. Yeah, I agree with that. It was just... I've never been... Have you ever been on a plane where they said, is there a doctor on the plane? I don't think so. And if it was, it was a very minor thing. Oh, this thing was like people were freaking out and all yeah. the lights came on. And like I said, the group, I have to say, because at one point there was an older black lady and she goes, you just be tickled pink, ain't you? And I was like, I don't know if she's going to tell someone that I'm too drunk on the plane. Because I was, I mean, I was, I had a buzz, but like I was more really, I got a buzz. I had a good old steak sandwich in my, you know, in my stomach. I was just trying to go to bed, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And sleep this, because like a three hour flight or something like that. I was just trying to sleep that away. So, yeah, no, that that was that. Missed the plane there. Almost missed the plane back. Um, that was a beautiful Tulsa for me. Uh, spent most of my time in either an office or a hotel room. Great vacation. Oh, you know. Um, yeah. So, I do want to say we're back in the studio. Ooh, Not that we weren't ever, but we got all sorts of upgrades. Yeah, new equipment. New equipment. We tried to record last week and then... We had some mic issues. Oh, yeah. We just could not get one going. And then we had backups, and even those didn't want to go. And that was even after. That was obnoxious because it was like we were on a hiatus. Yeah, I know. Stars aligned. We got together. It was like, today's a good night. Let's just do it. This is perfect. Let's do it. Nope. So now we have uh, what's what's wild now is we have boom stands. Oh, yeah. Which are stands for the mics instead of mics that are sitting on uh, tables. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got got, uh, these little, like. Filters. Yeah, we have Wait. two of them. How wild is that? That's pretty neat. I like. Don't see all your face. It's I know. Weird. It's like I'm wearing a mask. It's pretty neat. And then we got a brand new air conditioning unit. Oh yeah, we do. That's my favorite new upgrade. What? I love it there. I'm just. I'm a little bit worried it's gonna get your carpet soggy. Just sitting directly on the floor. What? It's got a, a, two stacks of comic books and a cell phone and a, and a work phone on it. <laughs> cell phone. That's the biggest cell phone I've ever and seen. And then there's also some magnetic strips for my uh, my robot vacuum. That's Ooh. what these are. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So we'll probably install that air conditioning unit next year. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for winter. Let's get it up there. <laughs> Let's get it up there now. <laughs> yeah, so now I got night. Yeah, and you know where I got that air conditioning unit from? Mm, don't know. Neighbor called me across the street. Oh, yeah? So I got an air conditioning Yeah, your neighbors just love you. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. Which is wild because, like, I'm the guy who's lighting off fireworks in the middle of the night. And, like, <laughs> hey, I got this mortar. Let's go blow it up. 
Why? Because. <laughs> Why not? You're not American. You're not American if you don't want to blow up fireworks at 2 in the morning and annoy the shit out of your neighbors. And the best part is none of them ever say anything to me. Like, because, like, there's two two or three of them. If they said something to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But, nope, they just don't say shit. Yeah. Everybody loves Joe. Yeah, well, you know. I'm sort of quiet, you know. But, yeah, man, look at us. We got uh, some, uh, I forget what these microphones are called, but they're, uh, uh, Discord certified, so mm-hmm. we probably sound high def. Probably, I like the way it sounded on our little sound check there. I will say, I, I let's uh, give a shout out to those last mics, random mics that we bought off Amazon. Oh, they they clicked and clacked. I they think did, that was a good investment. They did our, they did the job. Um, they can only be dropped and thrown around so many times. <laughs> uh, we had three of these mics, and the two of them we had to zip tie them back to the stand. So I mean. <laughs> They they had a good uh, they had a good lifespan. There. I mean, they didn't even make it through the uh, the tripod. I think I think they were uh, wired to the stands prior to this podcast even beginning. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. On the old show, uh, what was that one called? Two drunk guys with some microphones, which you can still mm-hmm. find on SoundCloud. There's a few of them still up there. Yeah, there are. Yeah. So if you're ever bored and want to listen to us talk about sports from. Three years ago or whatever. Two you, years ago. You want to relive the the bright <laughs> the, 2018 to 2020 Cleveland sports life. Ooh, good times. Well. Good times indeed. So you watch uh, any UFC, any interesting fight fair in the, the recent weeks? So there's uh, a little bit. Um are you talking about anything particular? Or? Well, I, I got two in mind. One, the uh, the clash for the interim heavyweight title, which I can only assume was a fantastic, amazing match between two behemoths of the sport. Yeah, no, it wasn't very good. Uh, um, Derek Lewis looked very... Uh, it was Derek Lewis and uh, Sierra Gagne? Or Sounds Sierra. about right. Yeah, so... and. Uh, Derek Lewis looked like uh, Derek Lewis, who was very uh, what's the term I'm looking for? The one that like out uh, of shape. Not so much out of shape because he's always out of shape. He's a, I mean, the guy yeah. comes in. He had to cut weight at heavyweight. When you have to come in and cut weight, unless you're like Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. I assume you're out of shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when Mark Hunt comes in out of you know and has to cut weight, he's out of shape. He, I mean, he's a, yeah. He, he, but but uh, Derek Lewis came in. Um, Apprehensive is the term I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Apprehensive, mm-hmm. and he looked very apprehensive, and he pretty much didn't do anything except for uh, get punched in the face the entire fight. Um, I really thought that fight was kind of they like rushed that title fight. Um, I think they were trying to prove something to um, Naganu, and I also think they were trying to prove something to John Jones. Um, I think Stipe. You know, Stipe came out after all of this and said pretty much, my next fight I want to be against Naganu. Um, but I feel like, they, you know, he needs another fight. I think he, they're going to make him have another fight before he fights again for the t- for the title. Oh, yeah? Uh, that's what I think. Because, well, the, it's Yerl Gagne now versus Naganu. Gotta be. Yeah, I mean, it's unification of the belt. Yep, and I think they're talking by the end of the year in France. 
Well, that makes sense. I mean, Ngannou was okay to fight this year, just not until, what, August or September, I think is what he said. Yeah, and, and what he didn't really give an excuse, which he doesn't have to. I mean, Stipe fought once a year. Yeah. And I feel like they were pushing Ngannou because he's not hurt. He's not this, you know. I mean, he's he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's very interesting. So those two will fight. Um, I think they're gonna make Stipe fight John Jones. If John, so that's the other thing. Is I'm, I'm I'm reading a lot of rumors online. These are strictly rumors that John Jones probably failed another USADA test. Oh, that's neat. And instead of coming out and saying it, he's just working out and saying. Because he's posting a lot of stuff on Instagram of him shooting guns and him training with, like, he's, he tra- he has a German Shepherd that, like, they're training to be a guard dog and, like. Awesome, awesome. So nothing UFC related, um, but he, he is lifting a lot. I mean, he's bulked up. He's huge. But he's just not, he has no interest in fighting, which I would think, like, you would think you'd want to well, He was get... talking all kinds of shit just a few months back, so. Yes. It, and something's then, changed. Yes. Something's obviously changed. Something is is quote unquote wrong. If that, yeah, because he'd still be running his mouth because he's trying to get out there and get his ten million dollar purse or whatever. Right? right. Well, he asked for some crazy amount of money because of yeah. boxing and everything. We could go to that next, which is yep. a good, good thing to go to, because um, he's talking about you know Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. You know those guys are making how much money? I don't know off the top of my head, but man, those guys made so much money for that fight. And he's saying, I think the UFC guys should be making that much money for that fight. And um, I don't think he's wrong. Um, I know Dana, because the, the Paul brothers are, are talking like, you know, that this is the reason why we're, you know, the UFC fighters or retired UFC fighters are coming to the uh, boxing game is because they're not making what we're paying them, mm-hmm. you know. They um, each earned, uh, it looks like the Ohio State Athletic Commission finally released the amounts and they both made $2 million. $2 million. That doesn't include sponsors. That's their their purse. Nope. So you know they made more on their sponsors, and mm-hmm. you know if you put golden. Remember when the remember back in the day when boxers would put like golden casino on their back in like face paint. Oh yeah, yeah. Or that some was... guys were getting tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Um, were you? So I mean, you watched that? I no, I didn't watch it at all. Oh, you didn't? Because the Browns preseason. I watched Browns preseason. Oh, that's right. So I had um, I had them kind of dual casting. Um, I, I was watching the Browns game with the the volume on, and then had the UFC on kind of my laptop, um, which I fully paid for. Or sorry, not UFC, but the Showtime event that I fully paid for um, on mute until the Browns game was essentially over. Um, not really many good fights. Uh, everything I read, one. it was pretty mediocre. Yeah. Um, the last event, you know, the last event was a circus. Was it a circus like the last time? Where Snoop um, Dogg is- so it didn't seem like from anything I saw that there were any concerts going on, any shenanigans really. They had the Barstool Sports guys making ridiculous sports bets. Um, and Which, then, you know, yeah, okay. I mean, Barstool is, uh, I, I, yeah, no, I get it. A little bit of a sideshow, but, you know, it was just kind of goofy commentary and them talking about, you know, taking somebody to get the KO in the first 30 seconds of the fight for, you know, a plus 7,200 payout or something like that. Um, and then I think they went, like, 0 for 12 on the night or something like oh, that. Oh, did they really? Yeah, well, I mean, they were taking ridiculous yeah. bets. So. But, like, the last fight, like, <clears throat> there was guys smoking blunts. I didn't really notice any of that. I know a fight broke out um, in the crowd that was kind of mentioned on TV, and then you kind of notice people in the crowd, like, popping up, even though it didn't make sense at the time during the fight. Um, we had a friend that went out to the to the fight. 
Yeah, uh, same mm. friend that took a picture of Dustin Poirier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. And yeah, he actually huge... he um he saw some empty seats and and made his way down to the VIP section for a little bit where he he ran into him um, and Dave Chappelle, but he never made his way over to Chappelle. Um, he said he kind of saw people trying to you know do the can I get a picture thing, and Dave kind of wasn't having it. But you know, polite as fuck, I'll talk to you. But come on. Don't and our friend is the kind of guy who uh, goes in and don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, yeah. yeah. But he's respect. He's a respectful guy. Too. Oh no, love that guy. Definitely. He's not going to go up to anybody like, yeah, take a picture, take a picture of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he got a picture of Dustin. Um, Renee showed me that. You know, and we mm-hmm. were like, we were like, yeah. funny because he's a huge Conor McGregor fan. Yeah, is he? Yeah. I oh didn't know yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't I think know we speci- I specifically asked him like a week or two ago, like. Has he gone off the deep end? Like, is he too far for you now? Making fun of Khabib's dead dad and talking about beating up people's children and wives. And also talking about he's actually, like, no, nah, I still love him. Actually, talking about actually killing Dustin Poirier and saying his wife was in his DMs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he basically acknowledges he's a clown, but he still loves him. It's that that uh, you know, every once in a while, there's a guy that's fighting for wherever you're from. Me, it's Brock Lesnar from Poland. For him, it's Connor in Ireland. You know. For sure. He can't help but root for him. For sure. For me, it's uh, Nate Diaz from Stockton, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. born and raised from Stockton, California. Mm-hmm. You know, I got that surfer blood in me. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> you, just, you, you just told me to fuck off for you. That's right. Like, just the look you gave me. Like, oh, uh, no, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This yep. joke's not landed at all. <laughs> Uh, I like that. I guess I like, for me it's Steve. Baby. I just didn't know what to say. To I know. I I mean, I like the ideas and Nick Diaz. I just, you know, I, I used to actually not like mm-hmm. them because I just thought they were cocky and everything. But then as the games kind of change with like people like uh, Connor talking shit, you know, it's like the Diaz is like they talk shit, but it's very like like standard street talk. Oh of, yeah, it's just I'm gonna be I would beat your ass. I'm gonna beat without your ass. a doubt. Like, I'm gonna kick your ass. Not know? bringing anybody's families into it right, necessarily. Right, right. Maybe like one off the cuff remark like that to rile somebody up if they're not getting a reaction, but it's mostly just like I'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it's at kind of thing. Where Connor talks about um, I mean I have never been a Connor fan. Um I enjoy watching him fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got he's a f- good fighter. And yeah. Yeah. It's fun, I guess. Sometimes. I mean, it, it, at one time you're a champion. You beat a and you beat a stud like Jose Aldo. Uh, you're you're a good fighter. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was interesting after that fight. All kinds of people now seem like they want that Paul payday because oh, you dude. got longtime <laughs> retired boxer Rick, know, Ricky Hatton is coming out saying he beat him up to to prove for the sports people Ooh. that he could. So I was like, I don't know. You've been out of the game a little while. You got, I think the Diaz brothers, one of the Diaz brothers called them out. They did. Well, so I think it was Nate that said, tweeted, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It did suck. Um, I didn't watch. I watched the highlights. I bought into did. it in that fourth round where Woodley rocked him. Actually, he kind of, he fell down and only got held up by the bottom rope. Um, Woodley just didn't seem like when he rocked him a few times, and I don't know if it was the transition from sports or whether it's. You know, like his brother getting held up by Mayweather kind of thing. Like, he didn't have that killer instinct of, guys rocked, I'm going to fucking go at him. I mean, I gave, I just gave you the shrug. I'm not going to be conspiracy theorist because I'm, but. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, uh, doesn't seem like that's the most legit. It doesn't at all. Most um, legit thing in the world. I would say maybe they were pulling off kind of when those massive hits happened. 
Um, at the same time, though, I, I definitely saw a look on Jake Paul's face that was like, what the fuck was that? Like, Well, Jake Paul retired, shit. too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he on Twitter, he retired. After that fight? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's still talking about feel another... I don't, I don't know, man. Okay. The balls are... Funny guys. I, um... Well, and the other thing I always find is, like, the way they talk about... Like, he posted something on Twitter, he's like, um, just to think about it, you know, a couple of years ago, I was making $10 an hour landscaping in Cleveland, Ohio, and it was like, well, yeah, dude, like, when you were a teenager, making mm-hmm. $10 an hour landscaping mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. my first job was 7 bucks an hour, you know, working at a driving range, you mm-hmm. know, like, I know, I know I'm 10 years older or whatever than the kid, but... yeah. Um, uh, the Gypsy King's brother fought, uh, Joe Gypsy, the guy who got beat up by New Jack, the guy with the, f- the head with the barbed wire bat. No. Do you remember that? <laughs> dude, fucking, dude, I gotta give it to Gypsy Joe or Joe Gypsy. I think it's Gypsy Joe. I think Fuck, it's Gypsy Joe. It's Gypsy Joe. And he was always like, kind of like the hard, not a hardcore guy, but always kind of like a wrestler that just kind of always got beat up. But fucking New Jack is hitting that guy in the head with a barbed wire aluminum bat. And it's like, boom. <laughs> bung, bung. And, that dude and he, keeps... had, he had to be like 60 at that point he was older than that older. dude yeah, i think he's like mid- and and yeah new jack took offense to the fact that he wasn't selling yes stuff, yes which was kind of one of that guy's it was like his shtick yes that was like his hardcore aspect like he, yes. he didn't win but he also made it look like he was impervious to pain until he got knocked out yeah and then so new jack's actually hitting this guy with a barbed wire aluminum bat and you could literally go it sounded like the college, you know, the college playoffs, yeah. you know, yeah. college baseball playoffs. And fucking, he, that dude kept getting up. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll never forget, they, they called the fight, or they called the the match, or like, uh, you know, New Jack loses by disqualification. And people are like, well, it's a hardcore match. How do they disqualify him? It's like, he's hitting him really, like, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Gypsy Joe. Actually, headbutted him a little harder than New Jack was ready for on that mm. one. So. Sorry to derail that, but I don't know. No, it's okay. I uh, was kind of over talking about that event. I don't want to talk about those people anymore. Anyway, no, no. I think Tyron, you know, and then Tyron <clears throat> Woodley said he he was going to get his name tattooed on his leg so he could they could walk it back. And uh, the Woodleys were pretty much like, "Yeah, fuck you. We're not," you know. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'd be interested to see him either fighting a boxer. Or fighting someone, like, it just, I don't know, man. That whole thing seems I just don't care. No, I I don't care either. I only put it on to watch with the Browns game because I was with somebody that wanted to watch it, kind of. Yeah, totally. I think that's the first one of their events I've seen anything of besides highlights the next day. Like, I really wanted to see Pete Davidson watching a bare-knuckle boxing match, so I looked that one up, but that was about it. And Pete Davidson, was he at that one, too? No, no, no. Well, because after the first one, man, he was ruthless, dude. He, mm-hmm. he pretty much was saying, like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> ben Askren, yeah, yeah. Ben Askren is an Olympic gold medalist, you know what I mean? He's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know the fuck about you. I'm Pete Davidson. And you can see Ben Askren being like, well, why'd they bring you here if they if, if they don't know who you are? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the Browns uh, preseason game right there. Yeah, you know? man. Case Keenum looks so good. Dude, if it was me, I'd start Case Keem over Baker Mayfield. I'd think about it. I would think about it. I'd seriously, I just feel like he can run this offense. I, th- <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it, man. Oh, and and, and then uh, who's that third? There was a couple of 
backup running backs that played really well. I'd play them over Nick Chubb and, you know. Like, mm, I wouldn't go that far, Joe. Well, I'm being sarcastic. But, no, really. Um, that one Felton guy, man, he really played well. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, I do believe uh, the third quarterback is not on the roster anymore. Or he's down Well, golly, I thought he was going to make it. He looked pretty good, to be he honest. He did. I liked him. But. Yeah, I know. You don't have enough room on this depth chart. They got so many defensive linemen. Got a ton of uh, secondary guys. Hefty amount of wide receivers, I think. Well, we cut, um, who do we cut? Darhol Hodge? Oh, did we? Cardell? Yeah. Cardell? So they cut him, which a lot of people are upset with. I think Higgins made the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Odell, Higgins, Schwartz, uh, Peoples-Jones, and Jarvis. Yeah, and it sounds like Peoples-Jones is terror. And then it sounds like they really wanted to keep uh, Felton on the roster, and I guess the thing with him is you can essentially use him or Hunt um, more as slot receivers if you need to, so I think that's why they went And I think maybe kick returns or punt returns? Oh, yeah, that definitely, too, Yeah, obviously. Um, sorry, that sounded dickish. Obviously, Joe. Obviously. Obviously. Um, so yeah, there's a rapist and remember that, what was that video that, that one, that one viral, obviously there's a rapist and it was that black guy. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about guys. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, how you feeling about the season? Week one, Browns uh, Chiefs. 17 no, bro. 17 and oh, no, let's play. I, I would say let's play the schedule game, but that's the worst thing ever. Okay. Um, I, you know, I could see us losing the Chiefs, and I could see everyone overreacting. Um, how dare you lose to the team that was just in the Super Bowl? Right. Well, they didn't look great in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Buccaneers' defense looked like they were going to murder people. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Stefanski watched that Super Bowl and tries to do the same thing, and hoping that uh, Holmgren. Not Holmgren. Uh, Andy Reid uh, didn't learn from that. You know what I mean? Um, we'll see. They, uh, excuse me. It's going to be a fun game. It's 4.30. It's like the highlight. You know, it's mm-hmm. a national game. It's yep. the Browns, the Chiefs. Week one? Yep. Oh, boy. What do you think? Oh, man, I don't know, man. It, we got co- I, I I don't I, I don't know man like <clears throat> we lost to Chad Henney kind of you know mm, he kept it out he kept us from winning I did, wouldn't say we lost to him didn't he run for like thirty yards or 20 he, yards? something like that but it was really two busted plays where I felt like they just gave that up you know what I mean it was like if Chad Henney's gonna beat us with his feet I, okay. And he just happened to get that one first down that was bad at the end that sealed the game. But and then, but and he held us off, I guess. But the defense is also fucking much improved, and mm-hmm. you know I'm wondering, especially on the line. And I think they have questions on the offensive line now last, from last year. We are way better on the line, and we're way better in the secondary too. I mean, we picked up a bunch of people. I don't know what Greedy's doing, you know, you know, and JOK. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's going to start, but I, I still think that guy's going to be a stud where he um, is kind of that linebacker-cornerback hybrid. And he, I think they're pretty much got him to spy Lamar and Patrick. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think that's going to be his job. It's going to be like, 
all right, they might run. Let's put JOK out there. And yep. I think he's better than just that um, as his job. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um, but I feel like that's kind of kind of be his job. Uh, Mac Wilson seems to be playing pretty good. I know he got a ton of shit for he's just been kind of. I think, you know what's funny? They started Mac Wilson, right? And I think he was a fifth-round pick. And he played okay. You know what I mean? And, like, people are railing this guy. It's like, fifth-round pick that's playing okay. Like, mm-hmm. And still growing. I mean, he's not an old dude. You know yeah, I mean? no, that that's not a guy that, yeah, you're expecting too much from him. Yes. But when you're the Mick, you know what I mean? You kind of are kind of expected to be, you know. Yeah. And they're saying JOK could replace him, but JOK is not big enough. You know, he's not he's not an actual linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's that hybrid role. So I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see. Um, we've got the cornerbacks and everything to cover their wide receiver. Is it still? I think it's still Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, and obviously that uh, tight end from Cleveland that uh, we wish played here, um, Mr. Kelsey. Um, mm-hmm. So th- they've got. You know, and the running game is their running game is a little interesting. Um, there's not really a stud running back there, um, but man, if you th- if you have, is it Sammy Watkins on that team? Uh, no, I think Sammy Watkins has moved on. But it's still Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill backed up by Demarcus Robinson. They got McCall Hardman and Marcus Kemp. Yep. And then Brian Byron Pingle and Darius Fountain. I think Sammy Watkins might be on the Ravens. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. 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 You're right. <clears throat> Which also sucks <laughs> because now we're talking about the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Who just signed Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I'm not With, too worried. I mean, he Le- didn't. Yeah, he didn't impress anyone last year, but it was the Jets. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Guy took a year off and got fat. I mean, I'm not saying that for sure, but it's not like uh, with Brown's luck, he'll come back to form this year. Yeah, that'll be exactly right. right. They'll they'll have the best rushing duo of all time. Yeah, so uh, you know your big playmakers there are really Kelsey and Tyreek and Mahomes himself. That's really it. And Mahomes is always Mahomes, dude. Yeah, exactly. Unless we unless we can do whatever the the Buccaneers did to him, you know. What yeah, I mean? and that's why you know improvements on the defensive line and their question marks at offensive line. I think, I think this will be a closer game than it was while Mahomes was in the game last year in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing it. with that. But you know, it's a weird year preseason, COVID still like anything. Oh, pre-se- can, the preseason was garbage this year. Anything can happen this year, week one. I think more than most years. Um, but you know, I'm, I guess I'm not really worried about Stefanski's getting the team going. And I would assume Andy Reid will have the Chiefs going. So hopefully it's a great game. He was the coach of the year. That's that's Stefanski. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just don't don't tell him that. Oh, really? I think. Don't tell Tony Grossi that. I don't know if he doesn't like that being mentioned or if he doesn't like being called coach generally. I heard something about that about Stefanski recently. I would think he'd like being called coach. I mean, uh, every every coach I ran, I was just coach, coach, coach. Yeah. Unless I had, unless it was my brother or there was a guy, I there, I had a guy coach me, his name was Gary. And this is all peewee stuff. I didn't play anything outside of, I did wrestling in like middle school. But 
But I had a coach, and his name was Gary. And I could call him Gary, and he was hip to that. So. Hell yeah. Gary, Gary's wife ended up working at a bar. And uh, we went there, actually. Oh, did we? And we went in. Oh, I'll never forget. So we go in. and uh, All tickled pink. Right. And we're, like, young, you know. But first of all, um, this bar is known just to host its regulars. Like, it hosts its... Fuck it. It's the Red Onion. So we went to the <laughs> Red Onion in Brunswick. And I went to go up there and get three drinks for us. For me, you, and someone. And uh, she was like... I need IDs from all three of you now. And I go, uh, Mrs. So-and-so, it's me, so-and-so. And she was like, oh, my God. She came around from the <laughs> came around from the bar gave me a hug. She's like, first round's on me. <laughs> and she looked at me and the other person were like, I still need to see those. No, no, she was him, too. She care. Even if you guys were underage, she was like, <laughs> she was You like, with Joey? Yeah, you were Joey? She called me Joey. Joey, you know. It was just always wild to be called Joey as a full-grown adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. It's not uh, yeah. I mean, unless you're my mom or, like, my sister, don't call me Joey. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you watch any Ohio State football this weekend? I did. I watched. Oh. Oh. Actually, okay. So, I was in uh, Tulsa. Yeah. When the game was going on. And I had met up with my boss to get um, beer and dinner that night. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you'll love this story. So, um, the game's on. And we're sitting at a table, and I'm watching it. And he's like, we're trying to talk. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this game. And uh, Minnesota had just sacked a quarterback and then went up 17-14. Yep. And the Tulsa people were cheering for Minnesota, which was, I, I was like, oh, I, I, you know, I was cheering for Ohio State. I was like, and, um, and then yeah, Ohio State. Probably came. mostly Oklahoma fans. All OSU or Oklahoma. Yeah, so either way, us getting knocked off is good for them. Yes. And the best part is that all of a sudden, in like 10 minutes, we came back and just started destroying them, right? So they were cheering. They're like, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. You're like, come on, kill them. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Not kill them. Like, anyways. And then Ohio State comes back real quick. And they're like, well, Ohio State's going to Ohio State. It's literally what I heard. Ohio State will Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's going to Ohio State. And uh, as they came back, yeah, so no, I watched a bunch of that game um, in Tulsa. So yep. that was fun. Um, they looked a little sketchy at first, but then they you know, sure did. They turned it on pretty quick. Yeah, I, I don't remember it being as quick of a turnaround as you seem to think it was. But um, Well, I do apologize. I mean, I was eating dinner. and I, I think they, they had lead for a decent chunk of the second quarter, I believe. Well, at one um, point, Minnesota was up 17-14. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. Okay. Um, that would have even been in the third quarter, though, because they went up. Uh, they were up uh, 10-14 at half, I know. Um, um, but either way, I knew once we go in for the halftime adjustments, like, if it was yeah, actually, right. that's the crazy thing. As great of as a coach as he was, Urban Meyer, at, if that, that game goes into halftime like that, I'm really freaked out because he seemed to shrink the playbook. He wants to go to RPOs. The quarterback feels like he has to keep the ball in his hand most of the time because they, you know, just to get that extra defender. Oh. But, you know, they're maybe keeping one pass option in there, but it's mostly an option between the quarterback and the running back. Then you're running time off the clock because of that. But right. you can count on your first downs a little bit more. So 
But Ryan Day goes in, he makes halftime adjustments, probably tells the dude, yo, calm down, get the ball to your playmakers. Yep. And you see a wide rese- or a fucking slant that goes the distance. Yep. You see him pump the ball to Olave twice for two deep scores. Oh, it was so good, dude. Yeah. It was so, so funny because it wasn't like these guys hated us, but it was just like they were cheering against us. Mm-hmm. And then you can almost like, they're like... Literally, the guy goes, well, Ohio State's going to Ohio State, man. You know, is what one of the other <laughs> yeah. guys said. And this is Oklahoma, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, So, yeah, that, that, that was fun. It was um, a good one. Uh, I had a uh, chicken fried steak that Ooh. night. Ooh. Yeah. Been a while good. since I've had one of those. Yeah. Maybe and from Tulsa. Maybe I'll get one out in West Virginia this weekend. That's not a bad idea. Uh... Mine Williams, that running back, looks filthy. He does. He Who's looks... the quarterback? Who's their quarterback? C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he uh, looked a little shaky, but, man, he turned it around pretty Yeah, quickly. exactly. The second-half adjustments. Oh, man, um, he looked like he... I've seen some advanced statistics that suggest he is not going to be very good based on the amount of missed balls he threw and things like that, mm-hmm. how, you know, it would have been the worst game of... Um, any of the two previous quarterbacks' careers at Ohio State and stuff like that, but at the same time... Game one, road game, Big Ten game. Uh, what year is he? Game. Um, I believe he's either a freshman or a sophomore. Um, we've got three young studs. You know our backup quarterback? You know what he's made in NIL endorsements? What's this that? is a guy sitting on the bench at Ohio This is the, 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 the dude with the uh, mullet? Yep. Yep. $1.4 million. Good for him, man. Good for him. The problem is I just hope that doesn't and, – and, Go to his head, and he just is like, "I've already made one point four million dollars. I don't need to do anything." You know, that's... yeah. You no, know, CJ Stroud is also a freshman. Um, Ewers, a freshman. Ewers Good. just reported early, took his senior year off for COVID, and then enrolled early. So there's three guys that could pretty much start anywhere in college football. They all can't stay. Right, um, right, right, right. And I think you know Ewers is coming in with you know like a point nine nine eight or something overall composite score, oh, shit. which is why he's making that money. Everyone assumes maybe this is CJ's year to really show he's got something and he should be the future. Otherwise, he's kind of showing who he's got to everybody else. And you might see him play for Oklahoma next year. You might see no, him... which is wild, man. Yeah. That whole transfer thing, but yeah, okay, it's been going nuts, but okay. um. I can't be mad at either of those three kids because they could have all they could have all easily just said, "Well, I'm going to go somewhere I can play." That's also a blue chip program. They also said, "I'm going to go fight for the job at Ohio State, yep. and even if I don't get it this year, go I'm going to learn from Ryan Day for a year, who's a great developmental quarterback teacher, great offensive schemes, and I'll either get my shot or I'll move on after one or two years." So, big props to all those quarterbacks. Just I know they're not all staying around. They can't. They, they they really can't, which is wild. Yeah, the great position to be in, as opposed to you know. I think two years ago, I remember coming on here. And I said one of the worst things about Urban Meyer is the quarterbacks are starting to like decommit and not want to be here, and it's all running. We're not going to have any pro style quarterbacks. Now we've got guys that we've got our picks of guys that can run those options or some of the pro style quarterbacks. Either way, they've got great arms and legs. So and Justin Fields looked good the first week. I don't know. I I don't follow the Browns. Browns. I don't follow the Bears too much. Um, I know the first week he looked really good. Second week he looked a little more uh, down to earth. I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested in what he did with the Bears. Like, um, I know he's been good. Um, people are kind of, I don't know whether it's just because um, what's his name? Andy Dalton is just assumed to be at the end of his rope, kind of. 
and he's just bound to fail. But everybody feels like it's just a waiting game. Fields isn't the starter, but I think even Sean McVay came out and said they're preparing for both of them because it seems like one bad half of football is where everybody thinks that what it'll take for to get Justin Fields on the field. I wonder what uh, Andy Dalton would have did with someone like uh, Dallas or somewhere. Where, like, so since he comes to Cincinnati and pretty much played um, a game uh, manager... Like, he was a little better than the game manager, but mm-hmm. like, I wonder what he would do, like, somewhere like Dallas that would have had a little more playmaker. Although, yeah, he had A.J. Green and Joe Mixon at one point, didn't he? Yeah. He just couldn't get it done, which I'm not hating on, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not in much of a better situation with the Bears, I don't think, are you? Not, yeah, no. no. Well, he's pretty much in a situation It's like, prove it or get out, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is probably his last stand as a guy that comes in and gets the job. Uh, he might be able to win it somewhere, but even that window is well, rapidly for him. Like, rapidly and, you know, in the next year, he's a backup somewhere, and the year after that, he's a backup somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you just... and the year after that, he's doing something tangentially related to football, making more than both of us combined. Yeah, no, Poor he's guy. back in Cincinnati. Poor guy's career is over. Yeah, no, he's back in Cincinnati on the radio network. <laughs> Right, he's back on Cincinnati the radio network, and they they interview him for five minutes, and he makes hundred grand. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you know, but Minnesota's running back did officially come out yesterday or two days ago that he's going to be out for the season. So, uh, props to Ibrahim. He he brought it to us that first half. Didn't like seeing him get hurt. He went out in the third quarter. He I think. came out as gay, or no? Oh, he's going to be out for the season. Oh, all right. He might also be gay. I don't know. But okay. Either way, he's a stud. Um, I think he might have <laughs> either a Either way, he's a stud. He's a stud. He's out Hopefully, he has another year of eligibility because of COVID, but he would have been a redshirt Is he a good player? I, I don't, oh, he's I don't great. know anything. Yeah, oh, okay, he's, okay. he was going to be considered you know, a, a top runner for you know conference honors this year and stuff like that. Running Probably not, you so know, weird not a Heisman at Minnesota, good. but um, he was going to be a stud. Um, I was a little bit worried about him, and – you know, he ran on us pretty well. Um, by the end of the game, after their backups came in, we got their average running play down to like three or four yards, three and a half yards, if you discount the 70-yard run that they got on fourth and one. So yeah. I think a lot of people were freaking out about our defense. I'm not too worried about it. Um, and Michigan lost their top wide receiver and team captain for the year. Really? So Sucks to I be do them. F- I, I, you know, man, I feel bad for Michigan. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't, I don't for the program. Yeah. That kid. That I will. I do uh, yeah, feel bad 100%. for that kid. Yeah, that, I do feel bad for Minnesota fans in addition to Ibrahim, just because it's yeah. they're cool. I like them. Michigan. Uh, Can I tell the Michigan, Michigan story? I believe we've told it, but you could tell it. All right. So we're at Panini's, which is a local watering hole, and I only say that because we have a listener from Oregon. Shout out Todd to our listener in Oregon. Um. Panini's, and it was how we were young, weren't we? Eh, probably. And there's a lady in a Michigan Long-ish. sweatshirt, and uh, you weren't even drunk because you were driving us home. Yep. <laughs> and there's a lady in a Michigan sweatshirt, <laughs> and he and just the whole time he's going, Michigan, Michigan sucks, Michigan, Michigan, <laughs> and she would not acknowledge you whatsoever. No. Wouldn't turn, wouldn't look nope. with just her head. No, nope. no, nope. no reaction. I know she heard me. I know, we all know she heard. Like, like. 
Um, all right, man. Don't, I think we have. Uh, should we do voicemails or should we do the? Um, Either way, five names of the unknown. Yeah, uh, the new segment we got coming. I'm trying to think of a cool name for this. Um, five names of the unknown doesn't work well. Call into the hotline, uh, listen to this segment, and tell us what you think it should be called. Yeah, tell the 216-260-5484. 216-260-5484. Um, maybe I'll save that for after the voicemails. Uh, call in, leave us a voicemail on any of the topics you hear today or anything you want to hear us talk about. So we're going to do a uh, little segment here. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend, the lovely Renee, the best ever. Um... We're going to ask her some sports names. Uh, five. So it's five. So I don't know if that has to come with the name of the uh, segment. Mm-hmm. We're going to. So the only reason I, I, I. So I came up with this because I will talk to Renee about sports, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, <laughs> and, and, and I, I tell her things. And she's like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Oh, I've told you about him 19 times. <laughs> yes. I don't care. So now. <laughs> Like so, last night how this all started, I was I was asking her names of just like we probably did 120 names last night. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Um, and Ken, uh, so we'll bring her in, and um, and not on our list. We're all good there, but uh, I and I it, we just had a good time with it. So I think asking a young lady who doesn't follow sports except for her poor boyfriend makes her. Um, yeah, and I do. I mean, you know, and she's gonna try and what is it? Ask or uh, guess what sport they are involved with. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go get it. So yeah, uh, in addition to calling in and maybe telling us uh, a good name for this segment, we, you know, we could bump it up to four, down to four, up to six players if you got the craftiest name. Um, otherwise, you know, call in with names of players you think are good for this. Um, we'll throw them at Renee and see if she can tell us what sport they play. Um, I don't think she's going to know any team names or where the person's from, unless maybe they end up being a Cleveland uh, player, which is probably going to be the only way she gets any of the sports right, if I had to guess. Um, but anyway, here's the lovely Renee. Uh, yeah, take dogs. take your seat. Take the alpha spot. Oh, hey there, Lewis. Speak right into that mic there. Isn't it fancy? Do you like the it upgrades to the studio? Fancy. <laughs> it's like a legit podcast Talking studio now. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. It's got the <laughs> mesh and everything. <laughs> it's what they call uh, a screen in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, a filter, if you will. Mesh. Uh, maybe. All right, uh, we're going to loft you up a softball for this first one. All right, this is pretty much, I don't know shit about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Ali. I'm about to embarrass myself. This no. is what it's about to be. No. I, I think, what's your over-under on this, Joe? On, uh, on this group of five? two out of five. I think she gets two out of five as well. All right. And, and we mean that. Two out of five, Okay. I, okay, I, th- I guess I, I agree with that. I think you'll know one, <laughs> and then I feel like the name will just tip you on another one. I agree with two out of five, actually. Okay. Okay. Number one, Muhammad Ali. 
Fighter. Partial credit? Partial credit. Mixed martial arts or boxing? Boxing. Muhammad Ali. Some would say the greatest boxer of all time. I would not, but... Who would you say the greatest boxer So that's one. Jillis. One for Renee. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, at least heavyweight, but... The- that's, that's a whole the pointy, pointy That's one already. Up. Right, we'll give her, we'll give her pointy one. Pointy finger up for Renee. I should have gone with three. I think there's a, there's a few. Ted Williams. Baseball. See, white guy. She knew it. <laughs> I knew she'd right? get Ted Williams. Yeah. Is that yep. right? Yeah. The luckiest Two. man. Ooh, I'm going to go more than two No, that's Lou Gehrig. Wait. Oh, is that Lou Gehrig? We did. <laughs> <laughs> we still got baseball. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lou Gehrig, bonus question. Also baseball, because I just said that. Uh, <laughs> Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. I feel like I know that name. Um. Vincent Edward Wait. Bo Jackson. Oh. <laughs> That's the full name. Um, <laughs> Bo Jackson. Um, football. Whoa! Oh, you're three. You're for three. Three! three. Don't was, worry, guys. We were lofting these up today, I think, a little bit. I'm I think doing she's still great. getting lucky, though. Feeling it. This is all guessing, guys. I'm doing great. <laughs> World be free. What? Is that a name? <laughs> that is a name. World be free. What? Yes, world be free. Um, <laughs> that is world soccer. B period. No. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, he should play soccer. Le- <laughs> legendary like that. NBA and Cat Cleveland Cavaliers player. What? World so, be free. I've never so heard point, of that. So I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm like leaning over a radiation. When did he him. play for the Cavs? In the 70s. Um, oh, okay. At one point, they flew in World Be Free in the helicopter. Wait, so is his first name World, middle name B, yes. last name Free? Yep. Yes. Wow. Not B-E, though, just B, period. Okay. <laughs> Born Lloyd Bernard Free. That's quite a name. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so what do I got, three? The Prince of Midair, Mr. All World himself. Uh, you've got three of four. Three. Number five, Joseon. Joe Sun. Joe Sun. Joe Sun. He sounds like an MMA fighter. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that right? Yes, you killed it. Yeah, five four to five. <laughs> four and five. I I impressed myself. Those were mostly guesses. <laughs> but <laughs> got him. Came out of here screaming. Out the gates screaming. Can I tell you something about Joe Sun? He's also in prison for rape, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a real great guy. So this is uh, I don't we don't have a, a name for a segment, so we're uh, relying on the fans. <laughs> Renee doesn't know shit about sports. <laughs> That's pretty Relies good. Relies on guesses and got four out of five. Intuition. All right, get on the seat. Girls right. can't sports ball. <laughs> I do great. You did do great. Aww. No kissing in the podcast room. <laughs> oh, there's always kissing in the podcast room. Sweetheart. All right. 
I think that brew went pretty well for a first-time affair. No, I love that, no, dude. No that was dope. to the segment or anything like that. All right, bye, Renee. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. No, I thought that was dope. I thought that was a great... That was awesome, dude. She... She, uh... I think next week we give her a little diff- more difficulty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we, we... We start... So, Renee and I... <laughs> so, I, I, I started this segment with Renee last night, and I was asking her... All these random ass names, and I can tell them the, the now because she already got them. Like Ken Caminetti, Ken Shamrock, Brian Blackwell, you know, <laughs> like all these people. She was like, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know. Um, no, that was good. I liked it. Ken uh, Caminetti, mm, drug use, uh, speedball. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's hit voicemails because we're getting up to it. Let's okay. hit them. We got a video segment and a voicemail segment. Oh, we have videos. Okay, mm-hmm. so they can't see the videos, but you have to watch it. Okay, oh, so you can tweet it out. We can tweet it out. What's what's the Twitter? Uh, <laughs> at U R B S Reddit. At U R B S Reddit. At U R B S Reddit. Yeah, it's the unofficial on the tweeter. Yeah. I believe you put an at. In front of the UBS Reddit. You have to watch this. That's what I know okay. about Twitter. I'm going to play the volume so you can hear it. Okay. You have to watch Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, not the brand new AC unit. <laughs> <laughs> this, is why no! we, this is why we can't have things that used to be nice. <laughs> this sat in his garage for two years. <laughs> Okay, so, oh no, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> I hope we're okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> just a, then we're just going a little, off the rails. Just a little sleep mode action <laughs> from the computer to make us think that the whole podcast was wiped. Okay, so we we DoorDash Taco Bell mm-hmm. Saturday night. Saturday night, what time? Uh not too late. Put like me in 10, the zone. Ten thirty. Oh, ten thirty. Okay, so not that late. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a two in the morning. Mm-hmm. We, so, I just want you to watch this video of this DoorDash guy with the volume up and and put put it towards the mic. So. Are you recording him with your phone or is this on like your on ring my camera. doorbell? On the okay. camera in, in front security of Security system. Yeah, my security system, yeah. But wait till you see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I want to turn the mic up so you can hear like everything. Okay. All right. Why don't you just hold it to me? Oh, he's reading your sign. Wig is better. No religious. We have queries. Can't spell. You can't. You don't know how to read queries. So that's good. No religious queries, I guess. It's a nice shirt. It's a nice shirt he's got there. He can't. He can't read queries. So that's good. Taking a picture. A lot of nice facial. Hey. That was cute. Yeah. What a weirdo. <laughs> so first of all, can you not read queries? I think queries is a pretty... It's not a... I don't... Hmm. So I wouldn't use query in the courtroom. Because there's going to be a jur- If If I was in trial, some juror is not going to know what query is. 
you gotta. I it's it's not a it's not a word everyone knows. That's okay. all. I'll, that's all okay. I'll say. Okay. That's what I'll say about that, Joe. So, would you say he was a little off? A little off. The the first few seconds made me think like this dude's about to stumble into the door or window. He looks discombobulated. But then th- he just looked confused. And then he said, "No religious queries." Yeah. So that was our that we we watched that video over and over and over. Like, did he get the order right? Everything uh, good to well, go? He's not the guy. Who, he just picks it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have eaten a taco from your box. He didn't. Oh, good. Did his job at least. Yeah. All right. Just, <laughs> just probably not an English major. He probably. Oh man, I'm gonna say it's so terrible. Anyways, all right. Uh... Ooh, are we up to the Ground Zero Comics and Cards voicemail section of the show? We are. Oh shoot! Brought to you by Ground Zero Comics and Cards at one five one three nine Pearl Road, Strongsville Town Center, for all your comic gaming and porcelain hair dolls that it needs. That's right. So let's uh um, No freaks coming in there for real hair doing weird <laughs> sketchy stuff to your action figures. <laughs> Porcelain hair only, freaks. Magic no, cards, Pokemon hey, cards. Hold on, you can dice. get you can get the weird hair. You can get the normal hair ones. But apparently like, apparently <laughs> apparently people find like the the guys that go in there find it a little weird if you um <laughs> if they have the Oh shit. I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> Uh, some of the guys find it weird if they have the, cause they call them dolls instead of like ceramic figurines or anything. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, <laughs> here's the first one. Here we go. Dang it. How many times is this thing going to ring before they answer? I'll tell you what, I'm calling in. Well, I wanted to talk about how stupid it is to leave a voicemail for a radio show. But here I am, leaving a voicemail about how... Ah, you get it. Uh, that's about all I got tonight, guys. This is Hank Hill, Matt Gates is a pedophile, Tony Rizzo beats his wife, and Aaron Goldhammer, well, he's okay, a... so, uh... Always great to hear from Hank Hill. <laughs> Always great to hear from Hank. Uh, you know... I think he's spot on with the voicemail situation. It'd be nice to take live calls. Maybe uh, maybe we'll kick around some ideas. Maybe we can, uh, on the tweeter or something, let people know what hour we'll be recording. Maybe we could just do, like, a live show sometime. Like, a week where we know we're going to have a show on, and then we can do the actual live calls. I'd be up to that. we 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 got to work something out with that. Uh, Matt Gates definitely a pedophile. <laughs> Tony Rizzo did beat his wife. I don't know that he beats his wife still. Probably? I mean, first of all, Matt Gates. Uh, you can't say allegedly, right? Because Matt Gates is accused of a bunch, and Tony Rizzo was arrested for it, right? <laughs> he was. He was. Like So at this point, it's like... Um, I would have... What? I wonder what he was going to say about Aaron Goldhammer. I think he was going to call him a freak. I mean, that boy ain't right. No, no. I'll tell it, you that. Uh, maybe a figure skater. 
Something like that. It's something with an F. A freak? Figure skater? <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, we got a, we got, next we got a broken call. We got a broken call. <laughs> we got a call from Broken. Ooh. Let's see what Broken has to say here. This is Broken. I'm here to tell you, voicemails suck. You should answer the phones so you can be not afraid of hearing how bad KISS sucks. You know they suck, so don't be afraid to answer the phone anymore. God, that's a bunch of bullshit. Fucking not answering the phone and sending me the voicemail to tell you that KISS sucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so his name's broken. He's not arguing that the voicemail system's broken. No, his name is Broken Cherry Coverage. Okay. Which is totally a normal name for a human. It sh- certainly is. Yeah. Um, I don't like Kiss. I don't either. But I've always, like, it was always, I, so I was, remember one time I was arguing with someone about how much Kiss sucks. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, the 12 Kiss songs I like. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I like Kiss more than the guy I was <laughs> See, I think he's responding to a segment where we kind of talked about that. Yeah. And I, I told you how I liked uh, that one ballad and a couple other songs. Strut not yeah. Strut is uh, a good song. Detroit Rock City is a good song. Gotta give a rock to roll to you is a good song. Yeah, either way, broken. I, I'm with you though. I, I think his. I'm sucks. with you too, broken. Except uh, for I like the twelve songs I like. Yeah, I don't like Gene Simmons. I don't like Gene Simmons. I don't care for his voice. Nope. I don't care for the trash talk he does. He's actually a pretty decent bass player though. Is he really? Yeah. I would never admit it. Really? And Paul Stanley's a hell of a guitar player. I would never admit it. Well, what are you going to do, though? Yeah. I feel like Gene Simmons was in the news recently talking smack about somebody. Uh, Well, he got COVID, and he fired David Lee Roth from their tour. Oh, David Lee Roth. That's right. And he yeah. got COVID. I don't really know who to... Uh, I don't really want to no, pick between David Lee Roth. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, fuck both of them. I don't you like know, Kiss them. is really mad that his band caught COVID at Sturgis. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Who are you mad at? <laughs> the forty thousand people there that probably had it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right. You mean to tell me you did a no restrictions festival at Sturgis, <laughs> the home of "fuck you, I do what I want"? You with the bikers, which <laughs> God bless them, man. Some of them bikers, are the <laughs> <laughs> and people got COVID there. Whoa, whoa, what? Not that anyone deserves it. I'm not reveling in that fact, but like, how you can't be mad? No. Well, you can be, but you're stupid if you are. Yeah, like, what? I was dumb. I went to a wedding last week. Yeah. If I got COVID from somebody that found out they had it after, I'm gonna be mad about it. Like, I I put myself in that situation. You were at a wedding last week? Oh, uh, the week before last week. Oh, were you? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't see you there. You didn't. I did. You gave me a ride home. Thank you very much. I sure did. You're very welcome, bud. It was we a really, good time. We did. It was a great time. Oh, yeah. I forgot we didn't talk about that because we did. We failed at our podcast last week. We did because the mics were working. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Let's right. go. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. What's your favorite Kiss song? Ooh, you know what? Arcanacast, their website dropped. And oh, they are dude. Get that up there right Killing now. it. Yes, they are. Killing dude. it. Uh, yes, they are. For all your... Your, uh, you know, uh, production design needs, your dice casting, your masters, all that kind of stuff. They got a whole 
new website that they've thrown out there, and I totally know what it is. Um, when I was in Tulsa, Daryl, I showed a guy who's another IT guy uh, their site, and he ordered something on the spot. Oh, did he? I swear to God. That's pretty He neat. was like, this stuff is much better than like um, what you can get just from the store. Um, he, he ordered some custom ordered dice from them on the spot after he saw them, after he saw what I showed them on Instagram. Um, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could still find them, uh, at, on Instagram. Um, it was just, that's how good their stuff was. This guy, he's a D and D guy. He's a board game guy. He saw our Canada stuff mm-hmm. and I showed him they, on, I've showed it from Instagram and he literally yeah, spot. so if you want to see some pictures of, of some probably older going back things of things they've done, it's uh, Arcana under cat underscore cast um, on Instagram, and then the new website is just arcanacast.com, um, and it's apparently very user-friendly. You can do some of your own design things on there. They have a lot more options you can pick from on, on the custom shops, um, and yeah, they were already doing great business, and then this this thing dropped, and it's kind of exploded on them a little bit. Um, not that they're behind or anything. They've just been, you know, one of them's getting married coming up next week, uh, going on the bachelor party for him this weekend. Um, so they've been, you know, they're kicking out the jams right nice. now. Nice. Good for them. So big shout-out to Arcanacast. Shout-out, Visit Arcanacast. the website if, you know, you have any other nerd needs that maybe uh, – isn't something you can find off the shelf at uh, Ground Zero. Yeah, totally. All right, man. Thanks to the callers. I'm out of here. See you all soon. Later. I can't bang you on a Sunday. Guess we got to do it on a Monday. Sorry, baby, this ain't my way. The Bible says I can't bang you on a Sunday.
pretty hard work, I must say. Took me about 15 minutes of the day. I'm sorry, baby. Not bad for a bunch of honkies. Yep. What a blessing. <laughs>